0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: Live wires on the team. Connect. Get respect for their realness. I know you feel this. Yeah.
0: I may be younger, but with the receding hairline, I definitely look older than all three of you uh, gentlemen in here with me today. (laughs) And now we're going to transition back into the Carolina Panthers head coaching search. A lot of candidates that are coaching this weekend in the divisional round are doing interviews. That's not Texas offensive Coordinator Bobby Sloat. Same as last week. You know, very grateful for every consideration. Grateful for the opportunities. Grateful to to D'Amico, to Nick. Texans organization you know, for giving me this opportunity, but right now, I couldn't tell you what's going on. I'm entirely locked in on on the Ravens. Um, you know, I know coming up here pretty soon, that process is going to start pretty quick, but I'm going to cross that bridge when I get to it right now. Right now, I'm just all for not a, I'll, I'll start with you. What do you think of Bobby Slowak as a potential candidate to be the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers? If you're Bobby Slowick and you have clearly options. Why are
2: you picking this job? So, like, I like, I think the Panthers are doing their due diligence. I like the large search that they have. But if you're Bobby Slowick, this is probably the last place that you actually want to coach. Yeah. So, here's the question that
3: we're not, I haven't heard asked really about Bobby Slowick as this gets more real. Would you rather be the offensive coordinator Ben Johnson style for a second straight year working with C.J. Stroud again, having confidence in building what you think is something good down in Houston, or would you rather strike while the iron is hot, so to speak, and be the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers? Do you leave C.J. Stroud for the guy that was drafted one spot ahead of him if it means a head coaching title is coming with it? And I'm not so sure you do it, especially – that ben John- Now that Ben Johnson showed, hey, you don't have to lose your luster when you have a lot of people on you the first year. Joe Brady did it. And Joe Brady didn't get a job. And then, of course, he was, like, going back to college and, you know, being a third – tiered coach, but Ben Johnson is still as coveted as ever. That's the thing about Bobby Slowick. I don't know what he values the most.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, this is a roster that has a chance to be rebuilt. The Panthers have good, not great cap space. Uh, as of Monday, they got around $40 million in cap space for 2024. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen as far as when free agency hits. Are they going to go after that de facto number one wide receiver and get a guy like a T. Higgins and maybe a couple of other pieces around that and try to retool that offensive line. And I think this team Uh, becomes much more attractive after that. And so I think the plans that the franchise has and as far as who they target, I think it's going to be important to a potential head coach as well. And potential head coach could attract said free agent. So uh, I think if you're slow, it just depends because not always talk about that coach's ego and to be the guy to turn around the Carolina Panthers carries around so much cachet that I think there will be at least one to two coaches that will... See that challenge and want to pursue it what you got for us Vinny
0: all right moving on Adam Schefter just tweeted by the way that Titans have completed their head coaching interview with uh Panthers offensive coordinator Thomas Brown so that process is done remember after the season guys when everybody was being honest about how bad the year was Adam Thielen said he may have to look to go somewhere else because he wants to win a championship before his career is over pretty honest assessment well that prompted Cam Newton to go on his fourth and one podcast and say those comments by Adam Thielen display a lack of hope here in Carolina.
4: Adam, you in a f-ed up situation. There ain't <laughs> oh no Adam. other way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just call the spade a spade. You don't a have hard. a. F- <laughs> you just fired your GM. You don't know Damn. who the GM's going to be. Damn. You, you fired your head coach. Damn. Y'all was playing with makeshift coaches, and it's just. You got owners throwing cups and drinks. Damn. It's a fucked up situation. And we haven't seen a lot of times in sports where you go from worst to first without a process happening. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too many things where the fans have hope going into the off season. And that's that's what people aren't getting. Or that's what upper management is not getting in Carolina. It's like, bro these people who are keeping you in business keeping the lights on they ain't even they don't got no hope
0: Uh, Walker, three F-bombs from Cam in a a direct shot at Dave Tepper's uh, cup incident, not helping his uh, his case to be the next president or the first ever president of the Panthers. Well, and we, no, it is not. No, maybe (laughs) that's not the way you negotiate
3: if you really want this thing, but I think he sees the writing on the wall. After two public requests to be the president, I'm sure he's not heard back, and now he's going scorched earth, dropping the F-bombs on David Tepper. He's right about what Adam Thielen was feeling, though. When Adam Thielen was at the end of the season, and we get it. Here's a veteran that signs with the Panthers. Yeah, because it's a good deal for him, especially at that stage of the career. But also he thought they were building something that would start better than this. And then maybe on this three-year deal, by year two, with Bryce Young being, at the time, the most NFL-ready QB prospect entering the NFL draft, maybe year two was the time that you would make a run in the postseason at the division title or whatever, but it went horribly wrong. In fact, it went about as bad as you could have possibly realistically expected. And Adam, at the end of the year, was saying, yeah, it didn't go well, not going to lie to you. And some of those comments... uh, Not shocked by it, but they were telling on how he thought about the situation. And so I'm with what Cam is saying. Yeah, I think everybody can understand where Adam Thielen is coming.
1: Yeah, me too. And especially we know receivers, Adam Thielen's no diva, but we know a lot of receivers are. And so for him to come in and have kind of a renaissance season for himself and still look at things, you know, very pessimistic, I think is quite telling too, Walker, because you would think that this would be a guy that – in a lot of cases, with receivers that would put up the numbers he did, would be like, well, you know, it wasn't great, but, you know, I'm looking forward to coming back here because they want to come back and beat a man again and catch another 100 passes. But I thought that that was very transparent um, by him. And so, you know, I side with Cam Newton on that
3: one. Well, and, and not that it was just. Adam Thielen. We heard about this with Hayden Hurst talking about Bryce Young's struggle and it was cool to see him defend Bryce, right? Like, instead of just saying the whole situation is terrible, he wasn't doing that, including Bryce in there. He was defending the young QB, which I thought was cool from a tight end who also didn't perform to the level we expected.
2: Yeah, no, I I completely understand Cam's point of there's no hope here, but at the same point, I'm going to invoke like Sean Carter here. Like, you can't have it both ways. Do you want to be the... Carolina president? Do you want to be the president or do you want to be the guy that wants to call it out? Because you can be a hater and you can be right at the same time. Cam is doing both of those. And on top of that, we're going to throw in public decorum, decorum? with Cam Newton. Like, have, We've seen your movies, sir. You can't necessarily pull that moral moral high ground. So I get being the messenger that there is no hope. But you got to pick a side because at this point you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. I yeah. do like anytime
3: anybody brings up, uh, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic reference? I do you're like that. You're very welcome. Yes, for thank you as always. <laughs> Go ahead, Fitty.
0: All right, the last piece of sand we'll play is regarding the divisional game between the Bucks and the Lions, and head coach Todd Bowles was asked a interesting question ahead of their game against Detroit. Um, the
1: weather has been a factor in some <laughs> of games, <playoffs, laughs> even oh. for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures
0: we are going to to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit?
4: You do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. I don't know. Um, no nothing planned we're we're indoors and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing so we'll be okay
0: Wes how would you how would have you've answered that question because I feel like hmm. maybe you would say there's a lot of stupid people in the world that's too strong <laughs> oh, of a response wow. but man that's that's as bad a question you could ask the week of a playoff game. Yeah, I
1: just would ask, ma'am, are you aware that Detroit plays in a dome and always has? So I don't think that's really something I need to prepare my team for. Very similar to the way in which uh, Coach answered the question, but I would have had a big smirk on my face that would have <laughs> given you every impression yeah. that you would think of by me saying that.
2: So I feel bad for this woman because it's very clear what happened here. Like, she was a person assigned to news and y'all again. That's right. That's so you right. You know, you know that some of those news folks don't necess- when they're assigned to these things don't know specific details. So, she asked a question and she probably had one of the most horrific like mistakes in her career. She's going to always remember this and it's now gone viral. So I feel bad for her, but it's one of those things, like now you know to do your research before you hand, head out to oppress her, so yes. it's one of those life's lessons
3: as yeah. well. Uh, we just tried to make the, is it Uchi Wally Wilder, or is it one Mike don't speak, from both sides of your mouth, and yet yeah. I'm going to understand both sides here. Like, you have to understand, this probably is somebody from the news world, just like we saw here in Carolina in 2015, when there were so many other people suddenly interested in a 15-1 and team that is going to the championship, but they don't know a lot about the Carolina Panthers' journey, and so they're not asking as well-informed questions as Joe Person, or Scott Fowler, or anybody else that has been covering this team for quite some time. So I do feel bad for her, too. What does this brings up a point for me? I think I, I think I've told this story before, but there was one time where Bill Bender, the Sporting News, oh no, I know, yeah, I, we brought him on, and we were talking about the college football coaching carousel, hiring you know guys here and there. Oh dear, and I was sick, and I was out the like two or three days before I hopped back on, and Bill Bender was one of the first guests that we had, and there was a fake account that got a lot of people. That said, Mike Leach took the job at Mississippi State or at Ole Miss, excuse me. And so I asked Bill Bender, what kind of job do you think Mike Leach is going to do at Ole Miss? And Bill Bender said... Is he the coach for the Rebels? And then at the Bruh. time, Bobby, who I was working with, said, Walker's been sick. He's been out for the count for quite some time. You'll have to excuse him. And I was really embarrassed because that was early on in my career. And I got fooled by an account, except I didn't realize it was a fake account. I thought it was a real
2: thing.
0: Not I know you've been impressors. Have you ever asked a dumb question? Because Walk- Walker will know. I don't ask questions, really. in That's presser. true. I just listen. <laughs> I, I, I really
2: I really just listen I don't really ask unless Because I don't feel the need for my voice to be heard In these things So if there's not a question I don't need for a story I'm really not going to ask a question It's a good model to abide by If you want to avoid ending up viral by this
3: poor yes. lady That'll do it Nada Edwards joining us. That's Fiddy's live wire here on Weston Walker sports radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Big thanks to Nada for hanging out with us for a little bit more than an hour. We got your thoughts on, man, we really covered we it all. The, we span the man, globe. Hanging. That's Thrust an baby. efficient trip, man. <laughs> we, we usually spend too much time talking about fig Newtons and oatmeal cream pies. But I think we really touched on every single thing we needed to with Nada's appearance today. And we we handled the earth today. We handled the earth
1: in the words of Raekwon. We appreciate it, man, and we love it. I mean, we're flattered that you'd want to stay this long. We are
3: flattered. Thank you so much. (laughs) Ion College Basketball producer, go check that out. The authority. I'm not going to make the same mistake as last time I said one of the authorities. I will say the authority on all of college basketball because there's a Tar Heel podcast over there, too. I'm trying to make sure everybody's happy. The
2: Heel Tough blog is one of the best blogs I've read, period, on college basketball. Woo! period you're gonna be welcome anytime huh take notes <laughs> walker take notes <laughs> not edwards
3: go check him out on twitter at not the scribe also helping gary parish and matt norlander on the ion college basketball podcast contributes here on weston walker contributes on lockdown hornets Nada, we appreciate the time man
2: catch y'all next time
3: no Always doubt man a lot of fun